whatever you do, you should do what you most want to do and what you're best at. Too many people don't really do what their heart's desire is, but they try to do something else because they think, well, it'll be easier to get a job or to make money. And if that happens, then when you're doing it, you feel like you're working. But if you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. It's easier for you to do. Hello and welcome to I Am Geek, and this is episode 80. We are back with you. We missed a week. I've been sick. I'm still getting over this, whatever this plague is that my household has had. Um, black uh, Death. The Black Death. It, it felt uh-huh. like that. Um, but we're back with uh, a new episode this week, and it's sort of... Uh, it's not going to be the most uh, happy-go-lucky episode, because... Um, we are, I am geek. We, uh, are the show for the geek in all of us. And one of the forefathers of the geek world passed away this week. Uh, Stanley passed away at 95. So for at least part of this episode, we are going to sort of go over the life and characters of Stan Lee and, uh, just talk about what, you know, his work meant to us what it means to uh, geeks everywhere, and uh, go from there. Sound good, guys? Sounds fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Katrin, and it's Chris, and it's me, Ryan, and that's it this week. <laughs> no other guests. <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> so, so if you're tuning in for the special guest... Uh, <laughs> wrong place. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen. <laughs> Just please listen. <laughs> um, so I don't. You know, it's it's hard to start for me where to or where to really start with this. Um, if you don't know who Stanley is, then um, why are you listening to this? Wow. Oh, man. I mean, everybody knows who Stan Lee is, I think. I mean, it could be like people that like us. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, like our family members. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, think, not know. I think most people know who Stan Lee <laughs> Yeah. Most people know Stan is. Um, yeah. But he lived to the uh, ripe old age of 95. I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. And um, still really active. Yeah. At, yeah. At 95, he's still really active. Um, which, if you're a fan of the Marvel movies, was, yeah, you know this. Yeah, and I think it was only like a year or two ago when he stopped touring to do signings. Yeah. Because um, he was still traveling to comic conventions and everything. I saw him a couple times at a few of them, but like, um, like most things of that nature, they're very expensive to get like <laughs> things signed or do stuff like that. And his, his were... His were expensive, as they should be, because he deserves it. Uh, but, but yeah, it was it was just fun, kind of seeing him there, though. Just see him in real life. It was it was really kind of cool. Um, he always seemed just really happy and just wanted to be there. I loved the fans. He's a huge uh, person on, on about fans and what they meant to him. So it was really cool. Yeah, he was <laughs> staying the man. Uh, 
I thought we could, you know, I, I, I found a little snippet of something that he said that basically somebody asked him how he got started. And I didn't know this, and I thought, you know, maybe I can, could read it. Um, if you don't mind. No, I, so, I'll listen. So sit back and relax. <laughs> Please. Um, I don't have a Stanley um, impression, so <laughs> I won't try to. Yeah, I don't think you should do that. No. Well, it's going to. I'm just saying. This this is going to be me reading what Dan Lee said. He said, I applied for a job in a publishing company. I didn't even know they published comics. I was fresh out of high school, and I wanted to get into into the publishing business if I could. There was an ad in the paper that said, Assistant Wanted in a Publishing House. And when I found out that they wanted me to assist in comics, I figured, well, I'll, I'll stay here for a little while, and I'll get some experience, and then I'll get out into the real world. I just wanted to know, what do you do in a publishing company? How do you write? How do you publish? I was an assistant. There were two people there named Joe uh, Simon and Jack Kirby. Joe was so, sort of the editor-slash-artist-slash-writer, and Jack was the artist-slash-writer. Joe was a senior member, and they were turning out most of the artwork. Then there was the publisher, Martin Goodwin, and that was about the only staff that I was involved with. After a while, Joe, Simon, and Jack Kirby left, and I was about 17 years old, and Martin Goodman said to me, do you think you could hold down the job of editor until I could find a real person? And when you're 17, what do you do? what do you know? I said, sure, I can do it. I think he forgot about me because I stayed there ever since. So, so this was the uh, company Timely was uh, the predecessor for, for Mar- or Marvel's predecessor. Timely is where he started working. Mm-hmm. But I mean, seventeen years old. Yeah, uh, that's that's crazy. I mean, I, it was it was a different time. I mean, yeah, kids got into the workforce a little sooner than you. So I think now kids nowadays are in their thirties and then they get into the workforce. Um, <laughs> those crazy kids in their thirties. <laughs> yeah. Those crazy kids in the thirties living in their mom's basement. Uh, you know who you are. Shout out to you. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Um, that he was able to do that. I mean, it was, it was kind of like a, it's like destiny. It was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, that's where uh-huh. it got started, and I mean, it sort of just went from there. Um, Chris, you're more of mm-hmm. the uh, comic book guy uh, than, <laughs> than me. Um, you and I mean, as you can tell, I've been sick, so I haven't got to do my homework. Um, you know what his first uh, sort of character was? Well, his first, I think one of the, at least one of his first major writing jobs was Captain America. Like, so he didn't create Captain America. He was one of the first, one of the first kind of bigger writers for it. Um, and yeah, he would, he would write on that and a few other things. Um, now as far as his first character he created, I'm not sure. Um, 
I know, like, he would, like, basically talk to his editor or whatever, and he was just like, come up with something. And he would just try to think of various things, and he'd be like, be cool if there was an insect uh, superhero. And he, like, I think first thought of, the, like, a fly creature or something, but he thought it could be disgusting or something like that. He wasn't sure, like, what he could do with it. Um, and then thought of the spider, um, and that's kind of how he became spider-man came about he was just trying to think of like just cool superpowers and stuff and just like look, look at the insect world um but he was one of the first writers that really um focused on the character um which is what marvel really became famous for was like um superheroes basically with problems uh yeah like spider-man had all this power or whatever but he also had a lot of responsibility. Um, huh. And yeah, that's an interesting catchphrase. That is. I don't know why I thought of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so they made him like a high school student. He had a lot of high school problems. He was wanting to go on dates, and he was trying to keep his secret identity secret um, and like take care of his aunt and and all kinds of stuff like that, that just kind of normal problems that a teenager have as well as a superhero because he'd have to go out and fight evil and do all kinds of stuff. And Spider-Man really one of my, is like one of the first tragic superheroes really that I could think of that I first read about because, I mean, he, his girlfriend was killed, his uncle was killed. There's like so many deaths around him. So, I mean, it... it uh, we spoke to people who had deaths in their family and stuff and um, kind of helped deal with a lot of that. And I, I think a lot of kids connected with that and the problems that he would have. Um, but, I mean, that's... But I, he's... There were so many other characters. Like, I don't... There's no way I could name all of them. So I, I looked it up. all of them. I looked it up. But, did the... Uh, boop, 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 boop. Uh, First superheroes Lee and Art, or Stan Lee and artist Jack Kirby created together were the Fantastic Four. Okay. It was based on a previous Kirby sense. superhero team, Challengers of the Unknown. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that when, when it came out. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Remember running up to that newsstand, dropping down a quarter. I want to get the new Challenger of the Unknown, please. A quarter? Oh, that was an yeah. expensive comic yeah. book back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dime. This is probably a dime. Um, I do remember our dad, I think, had a ton of old comics that he would have kept, but our grandmother had put them all in the shed out back, and they got all waterlogged. and oh. had to be thrown out. I remember him being upset about that, because yeah, my, my dad, I, our dad, he would he would always take me to the comic book store um, on Wednesdays. That was New Comic Book Day, um, and I got a mixture. Like, I mean, there's DC and Marvel fans. There's some people just like DC. Some people like Marvel. I I got a lot of both. Um, I was a big X Men fan, which is another one of Stanley's creations. This is the first X Men. Um, which like really kind of fed into society and on kind of bigotry and, and 
things like that, which was cool. So again, playing along with just like real world scenarios, like putting into comics. Um, he was really good with that. Um, and you read those comics. I mean, the, the, some of the dialogue can be a little corny at times, but they're, they're still good. They're still fun. But, uh, but yeah, we'd always go and I just get a ton of them. Uh, X-Men was huge. I get Spider-Man for a while. Um, it got, got a little crazy during the Clone Wars. <laughs> you know, Spider-Man clones and stuff, but yeah, it was fun. Um, Star Wars the Clone Wars? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars the Clone Wars. But, uh, I didn't know I mean, Spider-Man was in that one. Yeah. Like, uh, other characters that um, he made were uh, like Daredevil, um, she said it's a Fantastic Four. The Hulk was a big one they did, and it was kind of like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type thing that he was playing off of, which is cool. Uh, Thor, Iron Man. Um, he later brought in Captain America for the Avengers. Like he brought that back in and was writing Captain America again. I think I saw like a cover of the first issue where they brought him in on the cover. It's like from the writer who first wrote for Captain America. Now he's bringing him back, and the artist who first drew for Captain America. Now he's drawing him again. Uh, it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <coughs> Yeah, I mean, he's got, I mean, just Googling his characters is just, I mean, <laughs> tons of them. You can't name them all. I mean, yeah. we, we could. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> hey, well, yeah. that's, that's, that that's all like interesting be. radio. Yeah. And that begot, that begot, that begot. Um. <laughs> I've never heard of the funky Flash, yeah, it's not just... Flash Man, have you? Who's the funky uh, Who hasn't? Funky it's Flash the next Man. Marvel movie coming out. That's the next Marvel movie. Funky Flash Man. Jive Turkey. Um, uh, <laughs> it was the same. But I mean, it's not just like the, it's not just this, like the main superheroes are created. I mean, he's created oh, yeah. whole worlds. I mean, there's all the characters around them, them too. Um, he created the Watcher, which is which is now kind of part of his character that became in the cameos. Yeah. Uh, for the Marvel movies, the Watcher was a kind of um, omnipotent kind of space being or whatever that just watched over history, basically. In notable events, they would appear and just kind of watch things that would happen. And that's kind of what his cameos became. He just, uh, and that was like a big thing that like, oh, but he's a watcher. He's like kind of like a Reddit, like a subreddit type thing. He's a watcher. And finally, uh, Guardians 2, they threw him in there and he's like talking to the Guardian, talking to the Watchers. The watchers. So it was, wasn't necessarily a watcher, but he was associated with that. Him. Was that, so was that was one of my favorite fun. cameos when he was just sitting on that bench? It's like, <laughs> wait, I've got more stories to tell you. <laughs> you know what his first cameo um, was? Well, his first live action cameo was the Trial of the Hulk. Yep, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, yeah, he was part of the jury for. <laughs> The, I think it was like the head foreman or something uh, for that. Uh, I've gone back and like watched that clip before. That's fun, kind of seeing him. The the first animated one though was also the Hulk, where he voiced like the intro uh, for it. 
um, a lot of those, they're like 80s cartoons. He would do like little voiceover stuff for those. Um, I, I think Spider-Man and the Super Friends, he did one for that. See, see, kids, you thought you thought he started in the movies, but he's been he's been doing these cameos forever. Yeah, I think he had it in his contract or something that he would appear in any movie made about a character that he made. I think that was part of his contract, and it just kind of blew up from there. Like he even showed up in um, Big Hero Six. Yeah, he was the father of was it Fred? Was the name he showed so. up at the end? Yeah, uh, he even showed up. I haven't watched it yet. He's even in a DC movie as a cameo. He's in Teen Titans Go. He does a <laughs> <laughs> he does, he voices himself in that. He pops up in there and like shouts Excelsior or something. Um, That's <laughs> funny. He's everywhere. They said that they uh, have big big something special planned for Avengers Four with him. That's nice because yeah. he filmed, he filmed quite a few other cameos already. Like he did like an assortment because I think they were kind of prepping for when he wouldn't be around anymore, um, and did a bunch of them. I think he, the, I think I read something. He's supposed to have a cameo in the Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, he's supposed to pop up in there somewhere. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so. So we'll be we'll still get to see him for for at least a, a few more years. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, from Deadpool takes over, and uh, he's going to be the cameo and everything. Should be. <laughs> That's what somebody said. They should put a mustache <laughs> and a wig on him, and he could just be in the background <laughs> <laughs> to, to make the cameos funny. live on. So out of funny. out of all the out of all the cameos that he has, do you you guys have like a favorite? Mm. There's a bunch to choose from. Uh, I mean the the Guardians of the Galaxy two when it was is pretty funny, uh, and it's a longer cameo. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. like oh there he is in the background. I mean he's sort of <laughs> uh, just I mean especially now looking back, just the words that he said like. You know, where are you going? I still have many stories to tell. And that's just sort of like, that sort of hits you, hit you now. Like, oh, man, he still had, even at 95, he still had, you know, stories to tell. That he didn't get to, mm-hmm. didn't get to tell. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably my favorite. Okay. Okay, do you have any you can think of? <laughs> I was trying to think of. There was one, what was the, there was a movie, and I feel like it was a, a superhero movie, but maybe it was, where they went to his house. Oh, no, that was a Big Bang Theory, I think. There oh, was, was a Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. It was Big Bang Theory, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> That's a cameo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a cameo. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know, I don't know that I have a favorite, but that one stuck out to me, so that was funny. He's had he's had cameos and uh, all kinds of stuff. That's not even like like he was in yeah. Mall, Mall Rats. Um, yeah, he just walks up, <laughs> and starts talking to um, what's that actor's name, Jason or something like that. Oh, uh, I want to say Jason Statham. It's not Jason. Yeah, Statham. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's he was a guy from the Alvin the Chipmunks movie. <laughs> yeah, that guy. 
<laughs> Jason something. Oh, I can uh, think of every other Jason, like Jason Statham, Jason Ryan. Right oh, now. I, uh, I gotta look it up. His name. Um, I think two of my favorites that kind of, well, actually three. Jason Lee. Because there's a Jason lot of Lee. them. There Jason Lee. There's there's a lot of cameos that I like. Um, one of the funniest to me was in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, where he, he cuts Thor's hair. Yeah. He's like, hold still. <laughs> hold still. I can't, you know. <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> I'm getting old for this or something like that. Yeah. It was really funny. Um, and another one I thought was really cool, even though it's not necessarily the best of movies, uh, was Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, because uh, he also helped create Silver Surfer. But um, in the comics, when... Um, the two characters, uh, Reed and Sue, got married. He showed up with um, Jack Kirby, uh, the the artist for the comic. Um, like their their character showed up in the comic, trying to get into the wedding, and someone was turning them away. Like, I'm sorry, you're not on the guest list. Well, hmm. in the in the movie for that, when they actually had the wedding in the movie, he did that same thing. Yeah. Was, that was his cameo. He was trying to get into the wedding. He's like, I should be on that list. <laughs> they wouldn't let him in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, one that I remember a lot was from the Spider-Man animated series, which was in the 90s, um, where at the very last episode of that series, it was like um, Spider-Man going through the multiverse and meeting all different kind of Spider-Mans, and they had to fight off this big like villain at the end. And one of the Spider-Mans that the main Spider-Man meets was actually just a normal guy in a suit. And he was just like, no, nah, I just go to like malls and stuff and dress up for it like you. I'm not like a hero or anything. And it was like a real world, like our world. And so Spider-Man took him back there because he's like, I get, you got to meet you got to meet someone. I got to take you to meet someone. And he meet, takes him to meet Stan Lee hmm. in the in the cartoon. Um, and it's just it's just a fun little interaction because it's Stan Lee interacting with his uh creation um and he takes some web swinging he's like i never thought i'd get the web swing (laughs) (laughs) and uh and at the end like spider-man goes back to his world but he leaves him on top of the building with no way to get down he's like i don't know how to get down from here uh (laughs) i guess i'll wait for the fantastic four to come by i don't know um it's fun, corny, but it was just—it was just kind of like a—I don't know—it was—it was just kind of cool that they had the creator and Spider-Man kind of meeting on a show, and I just remember yeah. that being huge. When yeah. I was watching it as a kid. Awesome. Um. <laughs> he did it sort of again in 2012 cartoon. I think it was 2012, where he played the janitor, Stan the janitor. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't like Stan Lee. Yeah, he was he was like he was like a janitor. <laughs> he was like a watcher in that one or something, wasn't he? I don't think I think he, he would always a, he would always appear. A janitor. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember that was a kind of a weird series. That was kind of an off the wall series. It was almost kind of uh, broke the fourth wall type thing a lot. It was kind Ooh. of odd. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> So I would, I mean, I would consider Stanley to be like if you had the Mount Rushmore of geekdom or whatever you want to call it. 
he would be up there, <laughs> wouldn't you think? Sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, dev- I mean, yeah, I mean, most of the modern day comics, even if he didn't create them or anything, he had an influence on all of it. Um, just kind of, and, and like how he would interact with like his audience and everything that became a big thing. Um, because a lot of like, he would say like DC was like stodgy or whatever, because they're, they're creators and everything. They're more adults. Like they didn't, they could connect with the kids or whatever. They weren't hip. <laughs> uh, and he really wanted to connect with the, with, with his audience and he would just, go by his first name, Lee, uh, Stan, and he would come up with, like, Stan the Man Lee and all these names, like Jack King Kirby and things like that to kind of uh, get in touch with everybody. It was, it was, it was fun. So, yeah, I, I would say he's had huge influence. Yeah. Everything. I mean, I'm sitting here. I've got Iron Man, Spider-Man, all kinds of stuff just in front of me. <laughs> My Spider-Man is uh, up on... If you're walking up our stairs, um, there's a window, like in the stair well, or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> to the second floor. Um, <laughs> and Spider-Man is, since we moved in, has been sitting on that windowsill. And he's no. even got like cobwebs on him, like coming off of his hand. So I just like left, <laughs> I just left the cobwebs because it looks so cool. It's like he's actually got webs coming out. <laughs> And so I, yeah, so I make the joke, man. That I make, yeah. The, yeah, I make the joke. Like I can't get rid of that spider; it just keeps coming back. Yeah, he he does make that joke. <laughs> if you ever visit his house, <laughs> yeah, he'll make it a few times. That's yeah, great. Spider Man uh, has a special place there. That's but, hilarious. But I, wow, um, I think though, like, I mean, sort of the Mount Rushmore um, geeks. I mean, that's that's a show in itself i think but i think so because uh, i mean <laughs> yeah. i could already name like three that i i would say would be up there would, would you put will wheaton in there no <laughs> will wheaton would be He's the guy kid. that like works at the gift shop um mm-hmm. right <laughs> who would turn out to be the villain in the scooby-doo scenario yeah that would take yeah, place that's true yeah. i mean i wasn't sure <laughs> will we could, wheaton yeah we like could he's, <laughs> he's a big part of that culture though <laughs> right <laughs> I'm talking about creators. But not in a good... Okay. You got Walt Disney, George Lucas, Stan Lee, and Will Wheaton <laughs> to round it out. I think that's good. That's, that's a good... Well, Forget Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. Creator of the... Maybe you Gene Roddenberry no, no. would be the... Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton I just would, thought you, you meant of geekdom. No, I meant like like the the basically the people that created what everybody has fallen in love uh, with. Like, okay, well that's yeah, that's different. The, like the fathers of our country, or yeah. like the so they're type, the fathers yes, of, like the fathers <laughs> of, of what we call so not Will Wheaton, not Will Wheaton, <laughs> not Will Wheaton, <laughs> Will Wheaton, 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 Wheaton. Uh, why, why are you saying like that? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but, but I would think, yeah, I would think uh, Walt Disney, Stan Lee, George Lucas, Roddenberry. Um, I'm sure there's somebody else. Like, what about, well, not Steven Spielberg, I guess. That's a different genre, I guess. But 
Well, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's he's up there. I don't know if he's like a. I wouldn't call him necessarily a founding father type thing. But, uh, Oh. So George, so George Lucas, you gotta somebody protect him. <laughs> <laughs> somebody lock him away. <laughs> well, lock Disney's not He's just a frozen head. He's fine. Oh man, because uh, I was thinking earlier about like all these characters that are are so beloved, like Spider Man. You know, um, the Avengers now. Um, like all Avengers, X Men, even like Superman. This is going to DC, but Batman. All these characters were created like many, many years ago. You know, and they're like the the icons. Oh, Chris has got the left. <laughs> Hi, Chris. <laughs> See, Chris. He didn't like that part. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Um, I'll have to repeat it when he goes back. Which means I'll probably have to edit stuff because I was about to ask. I was about to ask him a question. <laughs> well, it's, it's probably a cat thing or uh, something that just happened. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what's up, Catherine? Yeah. Um, so I don't have any heat in my house. You don't have any heat. Yeah, and it's uh, we had snow the other day, so that that's fun. So we haven't had heat since Tuesday. Oh, here's a funny story. Speaking of being cold. <laughs> We had like uh, it wasn't like snow flurries the other day, but it was like ice pellets, snowy ice. Yeah. It looked Sleep. like it looked like snow. Yeah, it looked like snow yeah. falling. And so Grant was outside spinning and in it and stuff, going, "It's snowing!" So we had somebody bring us since we've been sick. <coughs> we used um, shipped and have somebody bring us groceries the other night. Okay, or last <laughs> night, and I was like, "Man, we skipped over fall and we straight to winter, didn't we?" And the lady was like, um, "No, sir, it is still fall." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it's a joke." I was like, "I didn't say, that, but I was like, yeah, but you know, like, uh, and like usually, like, you know, like funny, like it snowed the, you know, it snowed yesterday, you know." And she's like, "Sir, that was not snow." And I was just like, "Really?" I was like, "Well, to wow. my, I told her, I said to my, Shirt. to my three year old, it was snow." And she's, like, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, I guess so." Anyways. Now, now Chris is back, and I can finish the question that I was asking him. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I had to take care of a cat issue. I told you it was a cat <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was getting ready to ask you like this, this big, profound like question about superheroes, and then I look up and I see your torso in the camera, and you just walk away. And I was like, well, I, I help, I help a singer like be back in a minute. I missed it. <laughs> probably for. <laughs> All right, so I was thinking. Sorry. I was thinking earlier, mm-hmm. and, and and really, I'll be right back. Every <laughs> really, ever since the announcing of Stanley's passing, I was thinking about you know how Spider Man, X Men, Avengers, even on the DC side, Superman, Batman, um, Wonder Woman, how they're so iconic and so um, have stood the test of time, basically, and like. Now, especially all their creators are passing away and all this stuff. Like, why? It, to me, it seems like, and I'm I'm not a big comic book reader because I don't know how to read. Um, it's true. <laughs> no, it's true. I know how to read, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem like there are those iconic or potential iconic 
characters or figures or superheroes coming out anymore. It just seems like, hey, there's Batman, there's Superman. These are the guys, and they will always be the guys. And it doesn't seem like it feels like imagination has sort of stopped with these creators, and everybody's just taking their <laughs> creations and using it as their base. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah. Or? I'd agree to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, it seems like um, I mean, there's definitely like the the old league. Were like you know Superman, Batman, Spider Man, all that stuff. Uh, they really came up in like the forties, fifties, seventies type thing. Uh, but from our age as kids, I mean, there's quite a bit that came out of that too, like the eighties and nineties with uh, Ninja Turtles, Spawn, um, a lot of things that was created through that time. But yeah, like as far as like the two thousands, um, not necessarily anything kind of huge came out. I mean, there have been characters created, but nothing that's been as big that I can remember. I mean, if anything, you would like you would probably think maybe like Power Rangers, like, but that's still kind of when we were just past being kids. Um, Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, it's more stuff like that. Um, well, as far as superheroes, and a lot of anime has been getting big. So a lot's been coming from that. Uh, with like Naruto and uh, One Piece and Bleach and stuff like that. That's a huge thing anymore. Um, but still, that's been around for a long time. Been around for a bit. Yeah. Um, um, like, I guess my question is, do you think... This is. I don't. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this without being offensive to anybody. But do you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, just like mm. this is a sort of a thought. Do you think imagination and creativity have have are slowly dying? That because if you look at the like if you look at if if I pulled up the list of Disney movies for the past five years or so, they're all based on movies they already made. Yeah, I, so I wouldn't say that imagination is dying. Well, not dying, but like slowly, like, uh, it's not like, because well, of the yeah, technology and because of I, I what think we focus on. I think it's more, it's just commercialism. Like, it's, it's what will sell. And these big companies, they don't want to take necessarily risks on anything that isn't already been proven and done because there's a lot of stuff that's more kind of indie type things i think are big and i think are getting bigger and they're taking more chances um but uh and that's and anymore it's like it's not just necessarily superheroes in comics it's more kind of anti-superhero it kind of is bigger in comics anymore, it seems like. Um, well, let me first... Yeah, I think... I think it's... It's it's not that imagination isn't dying. I just don't think it's... Well, I think you just have to look in other places. Yeah, well, I guess I'll put it... I'll put it, it. I'll put it this way, because... It make more sense, I guess. Do you think commercialism and big business is killing... Uh, creativity of makers. 
Partially, I could see that. I mean, some of the bigger names and stuff, they're not really able to do what they want necessarily. I mean, if you look at like movies when they get started, they go through like maybe one or two directors before yeah. <laughs> it actually gets made. And that's because like the executives are like, no, 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 no. Uh, I know you've had all this training and you've made movies and, and done all this stuff, but I went to a business class and this is how the story should go. Um, yeah. And like it's not there's even, a lot of that. Yeah. It's not even um, just in like movies or, or whatever TV, but I, <clears throat> for the past few years, I've seen it everywhere. I mean, like if you look at Stan Lee's life, he started when he was 17, basically you started when he was 16 and a half and he was just given a chance. And like, I was, mm-hmm. I was watching an interview with, um, one of the big, uh, creative guys at, um, universal studios, Orlando. Um, and basically he was saying, yeah, I, I started working at the parks. Um, I uh, started on, you know, one of the rides as a ride operator, and then uh, by getting to know people, I I had wrote a, a script for um, a show they did during the Halloween time. It's no longer there, Bill and Ted, but uh, and I and I gave that script to the guy that was in charge, and he read it, and he and he gave me a shot, and and now look at me, I'm like the head of entertainment, but then. And another thing I saw, he said that, hey, if you have scripts and stuff, that's great, but we can't accept them. We're not, we won't even look at them. We just have to throw them in the trash. So basically, <laughs> a few years ago, I mean, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you could get your foot in the door by saying, hey, here's my work. Here it is. I want to present it to you. And now it's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, because of legal reasons, we can't accept your creative writings or your work. So it yeah. seems like that the business is sort of taken over, even the geek culture, and it's not uh, the creativity and imagination is being you know stomped out by legal departments because geekdom and the geek culture has gotten so big and mainstream. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see part of it being that. I can also see it. I mean, yeah, because you said it's gotten so big that. Um, that there are more people trying to get into that industry. Uh, there are more people like, that's what I want to do for a living. So, I mean, if they, some of these places, if they did take all the scripts that would send them, there might not be the way, any way they could get through all of them. Yeah. Like physically. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, Cause yeah, it's just gotten so big that it's, it's hard to necessarily break into it anymore. Um, a lot of it's just like like with Stan Lee. Sometimes you just got to be at the right place at the right time. Uh, yeah. He was just wanted a publishing job, and he ended up in comics, and and it was just the right place at the right time. Um, and not to say he's not super, wasn't super talented or anything. It's just it was his kismet. He's uh, a meat cute. Um, <laughs> What's up? You're using a bunch of big words. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true, though. I mean, I think uh, even with music and other art, 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 wow, (laughs) other farts, other farts, farts. farts. (laughs) Uh, 
it, it's very difficult to get into those businesses because it's so accessible for many people to get into it, right? With the internet, with all kinds mm-hmm. of easy ways to make music, easy ways to make art, uh, easy ways to make movies. Um, there, it's, just, it's saturated, <laughs> heavily saturated podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want <laughs> many podcasts. You know that it's like it's it's mm-hmm. very hard to make it anymore as any of these kind of arts because uh, it's just so saturated. So I think um, it does make it really difficult. And back then, like, you know, you think about music, uh, how many bands there were. You think about, like, radio, and and there were just so many bands, really, that were anything, you know. And and nowadays, they're all over the place. And, and again, with anything, podcasts, art, and whatever, um, it's... I'm sure it's really difficult. Um, one of the things they talked about, Comic Palooza, the, the session I went to, it was about how to get into the industry, and they were talking about how it really works and all that. But they, you know, uh, if you want to do your own thing, it's it's really hard to do it because who wants to see this weird stuff that nobody knows about, really? Because there's so many of these <laughs> things. And but they were talking about, you know, if you can get the the Kickstarter going, you know, and get your following, you might be able to get it. And then hope to get bought out by some company, and you know, and do work for them, you know. And it, it, yeah. it's really mm-hmm. difficult, you know. So, but yeah, back then when there's just nothing or not a lot of it, I'm sure it was relatively easy compared to now. You yeah. know, you still yeah, not necessarily anybody. Yeah, not necessarily everybody wanted to get into comics then. Yeah, it yeah. probably yeah. wasn't like the thing to do. And it, I didn't, and it wasn't, but it, it back then. Back back then. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was easy, easy necessarily because no. I think I think they faced different problems. Because no. when they would say, "Hey, I'm going to make a cartoon about a mouse," they would be like, "You're like, stupid. Uh, yeah. You're dumb. <laughs> You're, sure. You need to work on a, in a factory or something." You know. Um, but in in comparison to today, to yeah, it's today, different. It's different. That was easier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, in a way. But. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 anything. Anytime something gets popular and gets taken over by businesses, it's going to just turn into the the, the factory, the machine. Uh, there's sure. a YouTube channel called um, Mosh that a big, I mean, a big brand now on YouTube that was sort of bought out by a company uh, a few years back and they weren't even bought out because I think they did, they just signed them signed their name over to this company for like stock or something which was not very smart but um, and then this last week they announced the defy media who's in uh, over smosh is closing so everything everybody that worked for smosh which it was like a television company because they had so many shows quote shows on YouTube. They all just got laid off immediately. It's like, yeah, you don't work here anymore. So even with YouTube that started out as, you know, YouTube, you video, you do this, you show your work. Now it's like if you look at Rhett and Link and, and all these channels, it, it's a business now. And that's mm-hmm. – it comes yeah, first. Commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes it harder and harder for the artists. Even though it's easier and easier to make stuff because we have basically a camera – good quality camera in our pockets every day mm-hmm. or or a microphone in front of us on a computer where we could talk about stan lee and 
geek stuff and <laughs> it's harder and harder to get it out there because there's so many people doing it and because businesses make it harder for people to do it. <laughs> yeah. So. That's why we don't have that many lessons. Uh, we got we got good but it's even with um oh we got good yeah even with podcasters i've talked to people that are um you know have way more listeners than us and i'm like hey i'd love to just talk to you about podcasting you know i'm always you know looking you know for any you know help or you know any advice or just uh, mentoring or anything and no response nothing like even if they've talked to me about other stuff, when I as soon as I mention the word mentoring, it's just like, uh, yeah, you know, you're cutting out, can't hear you, you know. <laughs> What's that? Going through a tunnel. You're standing in front of me. Yeah. So it's like it's just <laughs> harder and harder. Um, maybe we should yeah. go back to instead of going to these big colleges and everything, we should go back to like apprenticeships where it's just like you go find your person cool. to apprentice you, and then. You know, you help carry on their That's work. Kind of how I got an animation. There's they have the animation mentor school. Like I didn't really necessarily learn animation in college. Uh, <laughs> learned it more uh, <laughs> on uh, online uh, through mentors who were actual people in the industry. I would. I mean, I think that'd be great. I think college has a place. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I think there is something to be said for mentorship. I think it's cool. This is a very serious podcast tonight. Sorry, sorry. So if there's anybody out there that's you know, listening to this is big time that wants to mentor us, you know, just let us know. And uh, or or if you want a mentor, or if you um, want a mentor, I've talked. I don't to, know what we would mentor you in. Well, I mean, I've um, I've helped you know a hand, you know a handful of people start up their podcasts. I mean, I just told them basically how to get it started and what to do and just to have fun with it. And, and, and I said, if you need anything, just let me know. And of course, some of those have gotten bigger than us. And, uh, <laughs> but I sort of feel good, like I, you know, I, I helped them in some little way, whether it was, you know, figuring out how to work a computer or garage band or what mics to use or, you know, your content or whatever. Um, not saying that we're the best or we're the, you know, these knees, as they would stay in Stanley's youth. Um, the cat's meow. Yeah, but it's it, it, Stanley would would often say it. You know, do what you love, and that's why he kept doing comics. Because you love. Because why would you do something you don't love? And I'll find that clip and maybe put it in here somewhere. Um, so I think I think as creative minds, we have to walk that fine line of business and, and creativity and make sure that we, we do what we love, even if only two people listen to it or watch it or read it or whatever. Uh, I mean, our dad's a good example. He's on his, how many books does he have now? Uh, like 50, I think. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Five or six, I think, right? He just came out with a new one, six, and they're all yeah. novels that I, I, you know he came up with. In his I lose track because because he keeps telling me like ideas for he has for other ones, and I'm like, has he written that one yet? No, he's going to write that one. Um. <laughs> but yeah, they're all on Amazon. At um, yeah. you look up Gary Street or Gary Street, I 
Street. Or Gary L Street. Gary L Street or um, I, don't, I, don't yeah. I think he's got a page on there. His his latest one, Elvis Fast Cars and the Brown Mountain Lights. It's a fun title. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> fun title. I do. Yeah, I do. No, I'm not kidding. I like it. Elvis Fast Cars and the Brown Mountain Lights. It's 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 just a title that just uh, it's just kind of out there. It's just kind of fun. It makes you wonder what it's about. And if you don't know what the Brown Mountain Lights, so you should are, go look. Look up the Brown Mountain Lights. It's a, Maybe we'll do an episode on that. Cool thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, it's just uh, it, it's just weird seeing like all this all the stuff that we grew up with. The craters are you know, craters are going away, and. Uh, It'll be interesting where it goes from here. I think, especially you know, mm-hmm. Marvel. I mean, of course, Disney owns Marvel, so they do yeah. whatever they want to. <laughs> yeah, there, there definitely won't be another Stanley. He no. was one of a kind. One of a kind. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, I think about that with uh, like actors and even musicians. It's you, you think about all these classic actors and and people that have been around forever and they're starting to go away and 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 but do you see any that are out there now that you're like oh they're going to be around forever and they're going to be that same type of person and i don't i don't think so but i don't know maybe <laughs> seth, seth rogan seth <laughs> rogan <laughs> <laughs> but even musicians again there's so many and it's like, are there? There's not enough roles for for all of these, so they all are in these mm-hmm. all these movies. You know, there's not. I mean, there's, you know, what like him or hate him. Tom, uh, I said Tom Hanks, but Tom Cruise, but yeah, Tom Hanks is one definitely that's one of those classics. But again, mm-hmm. modern. I don't know who that would be that's out there now. You know, musician or actor or The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Yeah, he's whatever. in yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, sure. But. He makes everything better. Um, <laughs> But I'm yeah, sure there's something. It is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. I mean, it's. I think it's the, um, the YouTube cult culture, the 15 minute yeah. videos. Like, it. It is truly 15 minutes of fame. It seems like, you know, like somebody's hot it, yeah. and, and then they're gone. They call it internet. Fans. And any, yeah, any more of these celebrities or whatever movie celebrities or whatever, they're more reality celebrities. Yeah, that's uh, where it's just like. Just like you just see them in real life constantly, Twitter and yeah. Instagram and everything, and like the old classic actors and actresses. I mean, I'm sure there were tabloid stuff and everything, but they're more kind of untouchable. They're yeah. like you would go and see them in movies, and they would inhabit that role, and you wouldn't necessarily see them; you'd see their role. Anymore, you see the actor. Yeah, it's like that across the board, especially in this country. And whether I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to get political, but whether you like them or hate them. I mean, when I grew up, the presidency was like the presidency. Like, yeah. you don't mess with that. He <laughs> right. is a guy There's elected to our country. It's a respectful yeah. position, whether you like him or hate him. <laughs> and now it's just like a circus. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, I, you know, I can't believe, you know, he's such a horrible person. I'm like, yeah, but he's still the president. Well, it's like the basketball teams and the the sports teams that wouldn't go to the the White House just because they disagree with the guy. And I'm like, it's the president of the United States. I don't, you know, it's like, what chance do you have to do that? Well, I mean, if they keep winning, then I guess. But I mean, still, it's like that's the president. <laughs> Respect the position. Who cares if you, yeah. you know, it's 
Just because you go to the White House does not mean that you agree with the person there. You're respecting that position because that's the highest position in our country, right? And that's it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But, and now we lost other all five of the rest of our listeners. I, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm just talking about the position itself. Even I mean, that's no, the I, highest position in the country, yeah, and we exactly. don't even, as a culture, respect that enough. So how are we going to respect like, right. you know, these craters of these? Things? Well, I think they get more respect is the problem. You know, right, than, <laughs> than these positions, and part of it's their own fault. You know, the, the scandals and the whatever. But still, it's like it's oh, yeah. respect the position. I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off on that. Let's get on our soapbox. Soapbox, the political thing. <laughs> Which was Stanley. He had a soapbox. That was his thing. Stan soapbox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Back to Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back around. Yeah, I mean, Wait, turn yeah. it. Turn it. Yeah, turn it. Put <laughs> to edit all this out. <laughs> oh no. No, I won't. But yeah, I mean, I mean, We're providing a service. Yeah, like, like was going back to Stanley. You know. If you're passionate about something like he was, be passionate about it. Don't sit down and say, "Well, I just can't do this," or everything's stacked against me. You know, be passionate about it and keep doing it. Will you be a cameo in movies of of superheroes that you created? Eh, probably not. But will you change the <laughs> life of you know a handful of people? If you if you're passionate about something, you will. You can change the world. <laughs> with, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Even with a little bit of power comes a little bit of responsibility. <laughs> no, just with great power, not with a little. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the is that the 2018 version of Spider Man? <laughs> With a little yes, bit of cat power comes a little little, power. little responsibility. A little responsibility. Mm-hmm. I have to do everything here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else will do it. Mm-hmm. This will be the so episode that we're gonna die. This is this will be the episode where we get like all kinds of stuff on like our Twitter and stuff because there'll be people just like. Oh, I'm gonna yell at you now. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what really grinds my gears? <laughs> oh, coffee shops. I think we just this episode we just sounded like three old men sitting around complaining about the world. Yeah. Pretty much, we are though. <laughs> I turn thirty-seven next week, so congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. What what, what day you, uh, valid? You on twenty second? Um, is it on, on Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? It's actually on Thanksgiving this year. I'm a, okay. I'm, a holiday. I'm a holiday baby. I won't. Um, I won't you won't ever... get your present till after your birthday because I won't be able to shop till uh, the day after your birthday for your present. So that's fine. <laughs> it's a Black Friday joke. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. No, it, it works. Um, <laughs> Let's yeah. see what's on I mean, sale. But try, try telling the six-year-old though that you can't have a pizza party because you got to eat turkey and stuffing. I mean, <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> We're not gonna have I two want pizza, parties. Though. It's 
<laughs> it's my birthday. I want pizza. No, you're eating turkey. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chris. I have, some, I have some cranberries. I don't like cranberries. Too bad. Oh, man. <laughs> this never, it all out. This never happened. So horrible. That's not, this never happened. It did. It, did. <laughs> well, it partially happened because I did want to have pizza on my bird. And they, and, and they said, no, we had family over. We had to have like turkey and stuff. Wow. It was fine. <laughs> they didn't you, like yell at me. We could have made you a pizza out of like turkey <laughs> and stuffing. And yeah. I mean, they make now they do different back then. Now, like, yeah, back yeah, then they do. do like that. People are too scared pizza. to do all that with pizza. Then, so. <laughs> Don't mess with they're, pizza. They're scared of pineapple on pizza. Then now they do everything on it. They got sushi on pizza now. I love probably. pineapple on pizza. What's the the line from uh, um, uh, Inside Out? He's like, um, thanks. San Francisco, you ruined pizza. Because yeah. <laughs> he had broccoli up. It's like, first the Hawaiians, and now you. <laughs> love love it's good. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do for your birthday? Uh, I was thinking of having a few people over just to play some games. You're oh, welcome oh. to come on up. Oh, I, yeah, I haven't got my invitation in there. Oh, no, you got milled out. I'll get there. Uh, <laughs> I'll be in Alabama. Abilene. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Alabama. I'm going on a <laughs> cross-country tour. I'm going to Alabama, through Tennessee. It's, it's the Goodwill tour. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to meet me on the tour, I'll be stopping at rest stops. Uh, probably not rest stops. Probably gas stations or something. <laughs> Trucker stops. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be posting on our website where I'm at at what time. Come meet me. <laughs> Speaking of transportation, did uh, did y'all see that Volkswagen is making a competitor to the uh, Tesla that is uh, going to come out uh, at twenty three thousand dollars, and it's supposed to be just as good as Tesla and all nah, that. It's going to suck. Going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> They were, they were talking about how a good, you know, the, the price point for the the S, right, is is decent, um, but this one is even better. But uh, that'll be interesting. It's create some competition and all that, I guess. Can can it, can it drive you though? Can it drive? That's you? the idea. It's like it's it's the sim- <laughs> similar vehicle, you know. But um, mm. it's gonna kill you. Are they gonna <laughs> have the Vol- Volkswagen like uh, van bus thing? Because that would be no cool. Idea. I, you know, eventually that's, uh, that technology will get cheaper because yeah, I imagine uh, the first yeah. cars were super expensive, right? Because uh, how do you, oh, you yeah. make an engine? It's like these expensive pieces and parts, you know. But uh, eventually, all that stuff will get cheaper. It's just like TVs are, are way cheap now, you know. But mm-hmm. just to be super. Oh expensive. yeah, eventually it's going to be super affordable. I mean, like yeah. I mean, the the cheapest test is like thirty five. I mean, that's yeah. that's still pricey, but I mean. But it's, it's like the S was like a thousand, like a hundred, a hundred. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it's getting there. It, yeah. It'll it'll get there. And um, but yeah, I, I I do think that the other car companies they they got a lot of catching up to do to Tesla. I'm not just saying that because I have a Tesla. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> Did you, you played the classic video games on your Tesla? I you have. have I played Atari. Yeah, yeah I have Atari games on. Tesla. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I would do that. One it's not going to stop there ever again. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's not going to stop there. He has plans to act, have like full on like video games attached. You can't play them while you drive. She's going to sit in a parking lot and play <laughs> video games. Well, while you're charging, well, basically, you know, while you're charging. So if you go on these long road trips or something, like to fully recharge, it can be like an hour. So you sit there, you gotta have something to do. A lot of play, a lot of these are near like rest stops, like malls and eateries and stuff like that. But I mean, if you just want to sit in your car and play a video game on your on your car screen, you can do that. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Or you could just have a car that runs on gas and you fill up and you just continue on. <laughs> takes <laughs> takes two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but then you have to keep driving it. If you're That's ever, eventually going to run out. Think of the environment, man. <laughs> if you're ever driving through Tennessee, uh, Jackson, Tennessee, uh, there is a charging station, uh, I believe, that you can use uh, for your Tesla at Casey Jones uh, something or other. But the, the big uh, – the, Casey Jones Village, that's what it's called. Uh, they have a, a place to eat there. There's a little stores and all that. For, so. Are there turtles there? Yeah, we, there are no Ninja Turtles. Uh, this is Casey Jones, the uh, train guy. Uh, train guy. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, we, we, took a little, we took a little road trip. It was by like a, a restaurant or whatever, and you got a free like drink for driving Teslas. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a free soda. It was nice. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, there, not there, good. There's, there's, yeah, I know. Um, another guy I put on your mountain, uh, Elon Musk. You put him right up there on your mountain. Wow. Nah. <laughs> Did you he know they don't? Mountain. They haven't turned a profit. Uh, Tesla has not. Like they're losing they all the money. Yeah. What? No. That they, no. They, their last quarter was their best quarter, and they earned a profit. Fine. <laughs> Chris, Chris kicks into the uh, the the the, 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 ro- the robot so drone much. of Tesla. There's no, they have they have no. added six point two <laughs> billion dollars. That uh, have excuse been, uh, me, I think I think you have uh, your information wrong there. If you look at the statement from the last quarter, um, <laughs> when you buy a Tesla, you yeah, have to, like, outsold... sign your life over to okay. the company. Well, that's... Uh, no. They've outsold like all the all the fancy sports cars uh, for the past year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're yeah. doing good. They're actually they actually are doing like they they were like I mean they were yeah. in trouble for a while there um, with a lot of the other car companies and yeah trying to make a profit was hard for them. But they actually yeah they are turning it around. Okay, well good to hear. Which is good. <laughs> oh man. It's because they put in the Atari <laughs> games. That's what turned them around. That's what turned it around. It's, it's Atari games. Turn the beat around. Well, I mean, and there's a feature if you um, for the for the self driving mode. If you if you hit it four times, um, you know that sketch with Christopher Walken. Is like I need more cowbell. That one. Uh, it'll yeah. play that song with the cowbell, and he'll like in a high Christopher Walken's voice. What? Don't fear the reaper. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, uh, if you why? press a button, it's, it plays that song in your car. Yeah, and and the road that you're driving on on the screen turns into a rainbow road. What? It's an Easter egg. They have <laughs> Easter eggs in. 
<laughs> Easter eggs on the car. Like there's there's one who'll play like, a, like a, I don't know what Beethoven or something or whatever, and the the lights will do this light show, and the yeah. do- doors will open and close on their own and everything. That's why these cars are so expensive. They put in all this weird wacko stuff that nobody uses. They can well, you can uh, the road that you drive on for the map you can turn it into the map of Mars. So you're driving on <laughs> Mars and your car turns into a lunar rover. What? What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> it's a computer. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff. What happens when <laughs> Skynet takes over? Does your car just like kill you? No, I mean because uh, I've treated it so well, I will be safe. <laughs> you will not be. Well, <laughs> I will be its human slave, <laughs> and I will drive it then um, instead of it driving me. <laughs> so it just goes full circle. There you go. Yeah. Now you're back. Yeah, I'm on the right side of history. <laughs> With the robot overlords. <laughs> All right. <laughs> securing my destiny yeah. just like Stanley would do we're still talking about that right back to, back. Back to, and we're back to Stanley uh, <laughs> Stanley we will miss you uh, but your work will live on I don't know what else you can say Excelsior yeah all right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up for episode eighty. We didn't even get to Dumbo or Toy Story Four or <laughs> But I can tell you what happens in Dumbo. Uh it's an elephant. I can probably tell you what happens in Toy ears. Story Four. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody dies. <laughs> Everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll end up in a the landfill together. Sink. They've been yeah. dead this whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like six cents. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you could tell, I mean, just by the Toy Story, we'll wrap up here. But the Toy yeah. Story 4 trailer, all we were talking about, about creativity, you could tell that it's gone to pot because their newest character is a spork. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh,. There you go. Creativity yeah. is dead. What <laughs> <laughs> are you going to say there? <laughs> You'll let me be the bad guy. A lot of creativity to come up with a spork. Yeah. I'll tell you. Man. And it's a spoon and a fork. There's a, it does so much. There's yeah. a there's a video or like a YouTube series about like the, the table, like where they come up with these ideas for like. Yes. I'll, I hope there's a Toy Story it's, 4 one. It's tight. It is uh, tight. For Toy Story 4. What could be the new character? And they're just like eating like salad or something. Um, fork? No, that's dumb. Why would we make a fork? Wait a minute. Who got, who had KFC today? It's a fork! KFC. Forks are tight. Well, I mean, is, is it better or worse than uh, Mr. Hanky? Christmas poo? Yeah. It's it's poop. Yeah. It's poop. But <laughs> who came up with that crap? Well, um, what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? Parker Stone. <laughs> I can tell you what came up with that. Wacky, wacky weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. Toy Story 4, I'm sure it'll be good. Make it make you cry. That's what I'm... That's, that's Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, eh, about it. It's just going to be one big cry fest. They're going to make you feel so many feels, yeah. and I'm just like, ugh. That's Pixar, <laughs> yeah. And I watched Incredibles 2, and it was like kind of depressing in places. It was just like adult problems. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> adult Get enough problems. of that in real life. I want to see superheroes fighting things. Come on. <laughs> well, this right now, as we as we speak, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald has begun. It's it's playing somewhere in a theater near you. Yeah, it's playing right now. Uh, That's so criminal. I see it. I may have to like sneak out. When I'm right in, now? Al- in Alabama. No, I'm not Al- <laughs> in Alabama. <laughs> well, we started so- showing our son the uh, Harry Potter movies. We've oh. gotten through movie two. Uh, they're on sci-fi, and uh, you can watch all of them for free. And uh, we've we've gotten to two of them, and, and he's liked them. So uh, There's a few parts where he's just like, can we turn this off? Because he's getting like, kind of freaked out by stuff. <laughs> he's, he's liked it. So. <laughs> well, when you get to like, when is it the second, the set, the Deathly Hollows Part One? Is that no. when you? Is that when you hand him the tissue box? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. No. Um. It's you hand him the tissue box earlier than that. No. Uh, it's uh, no. Half Blood Prince. No, I'm thinking hand about tissue box. I'm talking about the cutest character. Um, oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Dobby. Uh, that, that's who I'm talking that's about. Oh, uh, he's, he's free in like the second movie. Well, uh, no, no, I'm a bit like free, free, like, uh, <laughs> like he's no, he's no longer uh, yeah, um, <laughs> tethered to this mortal plane. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler: We're in heavenly socks now. These socks are heaven. Anyways, Master gave me a sock. (laughs) Dobby is free. Dobby is free. Oh, still gets me. Oh no. You shall not touch Harry Potter. (laughs) Wow, I didn't know you did that voice for. That movie. Oh yeah, that was me. That was me. Wow. It's, I just, I just channel an old nagging woman. From England, jolly old England. From England. Hello. How are we doing? I'm Dobby, the house elf. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the goofiness is back. That's right. Would you like some tea and crumpets? We, we should call this episode. Just listen to the end. <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> oh man, we watched. Uh, we watched question Fant- mark. Yeah, question mark. We watched Fantastic Beasts the other night because Jennifer hadn't seen it, and um, that's my wife. And oh. uh, yeah, I love it. But anyways, uh, and we get to the end. I'm like, "What'd you think of it?" She's like, "That's good." I'm like, oh, what's wrong? She's like, why, why did he, why did Newt, that guy, come to America? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really? Uh, I'm like, he explains it. There's a movie. I don't, I must have missed it. I don't know. 
<laughs> We're watching it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not explaining this. Just watch it. You've that's, got a homework assignment. That's why you're I, gone. Yeah. <laughs> One of my biggest pet thieves is to sit down to watch something with somebody, and then midway through, they're just like, I don't understand. What's going on? And I'm like, <laughs> What do you mean, what's going on? <laughs> We've watched We're like watching an hour. The same thing, right? <laughs> oh, I know the feeling. <laughs> then you so probably why hate, was he doing that? Like, they the just hate like, gave, like, <laughs> sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say you probably hate watching a movie with me because I always sleep through them. So, so I might wake up and say, "Now what's going on here?" Well, that was that was me during solo with both yeah, of you. Both. Yeah. <laughs> I went back and watched it again. I that was it. fun. You like it? I don't. I don't know what happened. <laughs> These chairs are super comfortable. <laughs> I ate some chicken chicken strips and some coconut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, so I'll probably see Fantastic Beasts in some say it. Weird, <laughs> weird little theater in Alabama. John, he's gonna keep coming back. You can't get rid of him. Oh, God. He's free. Don't be free. Don't be free. <laughs> you can't put Dobby in the corner. <laughs> Oh man! Next year for Halloween, you need to go as Dobby. Dobby. <laughs> Dobby. <laughs> Probably end up looking like Yoda or something though. With <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's like this year I was Deadpool. Like some lady was like, "Oh, Spider Man." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's been episode eighty. <laughs> Started out a little somber, but. Uh, <laughs> Dobby, Dobby showed up. Got a little political <laughs> in, there in the middle for no reason. And then, oh. uh, we take you on. It's, that's every episode of uh, I Am Geek. We can take you on a whirlwind of emotions. A roller coaster. It's yeah. the wildest ride in the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, hopefully we'll have another episode next week. It's Thanksgiving. And Chris's birthday, and I'll be traveling, and so we'll figure out some time to get in that little geeks geeks giving episode or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, I think that's what that's what we call it. Um, but anyways, um, we hope you come back. We hope you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Please come back. Don't be slowly. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, it's getting worse. It's, getting... it's not even sounding like him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like did to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So your uh, assignment for the week is go watch your favorite Stan Lee thing. Watch it. Take it all in. Take it all in, man. Wow. <laughs> Take it in. Let it out. <laughs> Get out of there, everybody. <laughs> and this weekend, I'll be watching Survivor Series. Go wrestling. Okay. So, again, thanks for joining us on I'm Geek. It's been episode 80. 
Farewell, Stanley. You will be missed. Characters will live on. See you next time on I Am. some good stories I, I don't think about that much you know when I'm gone I really don't care um, it doesn't do you any good when you're gone <laughs> <laughs>